Hello, it's me again. I figure I'll just do this on weekends because it's too much. And I've gotten feedback from people that they enjoyed it um, and that they actually started tuning in to, to listen. Did get some other feedback from people saying that maybe I'm sharing too much, sharing uh, more than I should. I call it radical honesty. Um, and the fact that I have depression means that I don't care about a whole ton. So like, while people are reading like the subtle art of not giving a fuck, I actually can live it because I have depression and it doesn't really phase me, right? So, you know, I'm probably slightly more open than uh, a lot of people are used to uh, because of this ability to be radically honest. Of course, I'm almost more honest on my podcast than anything because I control the medium. I control it putting out there, right? Like, you know, now I have some news articles uh, on myself I can't control where that goes, right? In this world of internet uh, personality and, and, and who you are and whatnot, you got to be able to have that kind of control. Um, I'm very conscious of how I put my daughter out in the world. Sometimes it's a little bit clickbaity. And uh, I don't really... <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Yeah, ironing and talking. Yeah, I do my ironing and talk on Saturdays and Sundays is my plan. But... This, this idea of controlling your online image, right, is something a lot of businesses don't really understand. Um, I grew up in it, so I'm quite conscious of my online image, and I'm very conscious of my daughter's online image and how I use it. Um, with my podcast, I control what's put out there. I don't edit it because I think you should be raw and honest and you know unfiltered and not be afraid of being who you are. But I also, if if I need to be able to pull something, I need to be able to control the content. The problem is with the internet, once you put it out there, it's always out there, right? That's why I don't put my daughter's face in like a direct shot um, very often. Or if I do, she's kind of got maybe a scrunched up face or something, or she's still at age where, you know, real defining features aren't yet coming out. So I don't have to be concerned, right? But, you know, we got AI and you got like Walmart cameras watching you when you're using the self-checkout, right? They're totally scanning for like demographics and going like, and understanding like who's buying what, connecting, you know, your actual physical features to your buying purchases. Like that's good and bad, right? Technology is allowing us to, you know, make life easier because life's getting busier, but also it's, it's at this weird scary point um, as well. So part of, you know, my whole radical honesty thing comes out in Cameo, but I also got to make Cameo like, like it's, 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 I don't know, like I started it when I was like, you know, Cameo 1.0 was like the start. I got Cameo 2.0 where I started to kind of get my stride and kind of figure things out. Like Cameo 3.0 has got to be like, Sorry, the daughter's crawling. Game with three piano has got to be like the next evolution, right? Like, you know, some people were saying, yeah, you're not going to make it in this town if you're that honest. Um, or you got to play the game a little bit more. But, you know, I'm figuring that out. And that's what Cameo 3.0 is about. It's like, you know, let's, let's not take this at the amateur-ish level. Let's take this to a more professional level, right? That... 
you say hi, Everly? Should you go in your jumper while I do my ironing? So if I can take it to the next level, yeah. You know, it was started as a way to maybe make some side income, right? And maybe turn it into a very simple weekly show. Um, and I've got some people scheduled. Uh, I got some releases coming up just to kind of blow out what I, what I have recorded of what I call Cameo 2.0. But, uh, you know, then I'm going to start recording whatever Cameo 3.0 is and, and, you know, see if I can kind of get it into its, like, final edit, right? I've shipped so much without thought because we live in a world where, you know, you, you have to stay relevant via eyeballs or attention or whatever, being you got to do whatever you got to do to get that attention to make the sale, which a lot of people don't understand, but from a sales background as an ex-sales manager, I kind of understand. But let's see if I can wrap this up. Feedback is people are liking it. Uh, you know, the, the podcast, the live streams, you know, my Instagram, I've doubled my personal Instagram in one month. I've doubled it just as an experiment, see if I could do it. So people are li liking it and people are listening in. Now I gotta just take it to the next level. Get a little bit more serious, you know. Get everything legit, you know. Make it, uh, make it something that I would actually, you know, pitch or show or work with a client on. You know, no more Mickey Mousing around. So it's, uh, you know, I'll still be honest who I am. I just, you know, if, if uh, I'm going to make this a sustainable, viable thing, I got to, you know, take it to the next level. I'm lucky I have a business mindset. Um, I'm lucky that, you know, I'm comfortable with it all. So, and that Kamloops is in a town where really I can, uh, I, you know, Campus is in this transitional period where like it's like small but big or small moving big or town moving to city or, or it's in this place where the media is still trying to figure it out too right and so with the internet is I can play on a level playing field as well I've got the the resume people can look me up on LinkedIn you know I've been highly interested in you know creating using mobile devices to create experiences since my university days. In fact, I wrote my final uh, paper on that, which you can find on my LinkedIn. <sighs> sponsor, I don't know if I even want sponsors, to be honest. Like, like, I could do sponsors, but, you know, I, I think there's other ways of um, developing this that doesn't mean I have to worry about sponsors, right? You know, because I've gotten people who've given me feedback saying, yeah, people are afraid to touch me with a 10-foot pole because they don't know what I will bring. Um, and I don't know if I want to lose that freedom um, for, for a dollar, right? It's, there's other ways of monetizing, right? This is a scan of hobby, right? It's, it's my way of giving back to the community, my way of getting myself out of isolation and sharing other people's stories and learning about people and, and, and staying in touch with me, right? So like that in itself is a huge, massive ROI. Like that's a great return on investment as is, right? So, you know, sponsors might not be it. I don't know. Well, I, I, I'll figure it out, right? It, you know, if someone wants to step up and gets the vision, you know, we can have that chat. But if they don't get the vision, I'm not moving forward. I, I did in the early days approach a charity 
and they they wanted creative control. They wanted to be able to to edit, and I'm like, no, that's not happening. I'm not giving anyone control um, of the editorial. You know, that's something I've learned from journalists and respect. And I'm just documenting, and I don't think if you're able to stand behind your word, you know, what good is it anyways, right? So, you know, an honest man has nothing to fear, right? So that's what I, I kind of plan on utilizing in this uh, this endeavor. But uh, I'm going to finish up. I got to, you know, actually put my clothes on now. And I actually got shorts on this time. So, hey, you say bye, Everly. Can you say bye? Yeah. Okay. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening in.